Welcome to Real Talk with Life After Grief, Chris, where we talk about relevant issues as it relates to individuals in grief as they navigate finances and the advisors who help them. We help clients in grief navigate financial matters. We also teach advisors how to emotionally and financially work with clients in grief through an unparalleled process. This week's episode is sponsored by Life After Grief Financial Planning and Life After Grief Consulting. Hello and welcome to another episode of Real Talk with Life After Grief Chris. In this episode, we're going to be focusing on normalcy and timelines, specifically when dealing with a client and or an advisor helping out a client. So I'm going to be using an example as in most other episodes. In this example, I'm going to use the name Jen. I like to protect the privacy of, you know, my clients. So normalcy. What is normalcy? I get that asked a lot by clients. I'm feeling this way or I'm feeling that way. I'm feeling blah today. I'm feeling excited. I'm feeling overjoyed. I'm feeling guilty. I'm feeling anxious. I'm feeling run down. I'm feeling depressed. All of these feelings are natural. Any feeling that you have during the throes of grief are completely natural. And from the client's perspective, you shouldn't really let anyone tell you that your feelings are not normal or you shouldn't allow anyone to project their feelings on you. It's important to know that everybody goes through their own situation with grief differently. And from the advisor's perspective, it's very important to be an open book in regards to supporting your client and making them completely comfortable when they're going through grief, I usually set a loose time frame of six months when I'm working with a client. And I set that because there are a lot of things that are going through a griever's head when they are first introduced to a situation of traumatic grief. And all grief is traumatic, no matter what the event. It is a shock. And I use this example specifically with Jen. And so when I first met Jen, she had lost her husband. And you can imagine how traumatic, you know, that was. And she's a young, relatively young griever. And as soon as I met Jen, I assessed that she had a lot of things going on in her mind. And just imagine this analogy. So a tornado going at a speed of about 100 miles an hour. And that is your mind. That's the example that your mind is spinning at 100 miles an hour. There's probably not too much that you're going to be able to pick up or retain while your mind is spinning that fast. And so me knowing from personal experience and also dealt with a numerous amount of grievers that generally after six months, folks can start picking up the pieces and start moving forward. And it's, it's different with each griever, uh, but I, I find that generally. And also within that six months, I also am very careful to note that there are very few things that need to be done immediately. That is the advisor's responsibility to note things that are needed to be done immediately. Some of the things that I will make note of this that need to have careful attention immediately, any pertinent trust fund planning that needs to go on or trust funding any pending debt, 
any tax-related situations that need to be taken care of, or anything that is deemed immediate. And I will uh, throw that disclaimer in there. All other things can wait. And I get this question asked a lot. Well, what about the investments? You know, I have a client that is ready to roll over their investments, you know, immediately. Or the client says to me, I really want to do something with this money right now. And I come back and I say to the client and the advisor alike, whether you invest that money on day one or day 181, does it really make a big difference in the grand scheme of things? Probably not. It would make more sense to take care of the client's psyche and make sure that they are ready to move forward. And so with that being said, whenever I'm working with a client in grief, I always assess whether they've been to some sort of counseling, whether it's group therapy, whether it's a private session, or whether it's something within their church or any of the above. And I do that because I know if a client is going to some sort of therapy, I know that their timeline is going to be shorter in regards to me working with them and, you know, frankly, us getting some things done. And so what I find is that therapy slows down that tornado that I mentioned before, and it slows the tornado down to maybe 50 miles an hour and where they can catch, start catching some things that we're going over and, you know, looking forward and, you know, kind of concentrating. So it, it puts their mind to rest uh, a little bit and to where they can, you know, come to grips of really what's going on. And it's very, very important to that. I don't push that and I don't recommend that any advisor push that. I do a loose check-in really at the beginning of our relationship. And, you know, during the course in particular, I'll go back to Jen. She came back to me six months later and said, I think I'm ready to start going to counseling. I think I need that. And so it's very important. Uh, And she felt very comfortable and open coming to me and saying, I'm ready for that piece. What I'm going to say to an advisor is if a client comes to you and asks you for recommendations that are very sensitive and helping them through their grief, you better be ready to help them out. That's a very, very important step. And I would venture to say that it goes beyond almost anything that you could do to help them financially. That's something that's going to help them emotionally for the long term. And as a lot of folks know, I volunteer and I've volunteered with my local hospice here in Orlando for a number of years. And hospice has great resources. And something that is not known is that you can take advantage of grief resources, specifically counseling, even if you have not been affiliated with hospice. So I would make a strong recommendation to put that in your wheel list of resources for your clients. My particular client, Jen, she had a hard time getting through to getting grief counseling. So I made a phone call to my local hospice organization. I got a phone number or two and I said, hey, my client really needs some grief counseling or some resources right now. Can you give me a phone number that she can call right now and set up an appointment? And I did that. And she was really able to you know, set her appointment up, I believe it was for the next week or so. So that was very, very impactful. And I was Johnny on the spot, so to speak. And I saw that need, which was totally outside of the realm 
of what we did anything with regard to finances. So very, very important there. And then when you are looking for, you know, information in regards to your client on their situation with grief and how they're going to be processing grief, it's important for you as the advisor to understand a client support system. A client that has no support system is going to get through grief a lot differently than a client that has a strong support system. So in this instance, I will use myself as an example. I had a very, very strong support system. I had what I would call a personal priest. I had a lot of good friends. And I also went to grief counseling within my church. And I'm spiritually inclined. That support system helped me to get to life after grief. And without that support system, it would have been very, very hard for me to get through, you know, four significant situations with grief. And just imagine someone that doesn't have a strong support system, how they are going to have the tools and the foundation to get through their grief and enjoy life again. Very, very different. And it's very important to note that your background is dependent on your race, your culture, your ethnicity, your spiritual well-being, your extended family, your ability to connect with specific resources, and how you are generally doing in your life and your relationship with your family. And so one of the things that drug my grief on was I had a difficult relationship with my brother. My brother and I, we're best buddies now, and we've gotten through a lot of stuff. But that drag, that put a drag on my grief, definitely. And I will talk about that in another episode in regards to some of the family dynamics. So and then one of the things that I literally wanted to kind of talk about is the spiritual well-being. So like I'd mentioned before, I'm spiritually inclined. I am Catholic and I have what I would call, like I said, a personal priest. And so my personal priest is someone that I've known since I was 14 and someone that I can go to and I can confide in and help me through everything in life. And so I've been very fortunate. I've had very good mentors throughout my life. My dad helped me understand how important mentors were very, very early on. And my priest, again, compartmentalized and counseled me on a lot of different situations. And he was the one that made the recommendation for me to start going through grief counseling in a group format. And that really helped me out and understand, you know, everything that I was going through. So and then I would also thank your griever from the financial planner's point of view. Thank them for, you know, allowing you to help them. I'm always conscious of, you know, thanking my grieving clients for allowing me to be in their life. It's an honor. You know, I understand that I have been given a gift Many would probably say that it, you know, it was a tragedy, but I look at it, look at it as a gift that I've been given and I can help other people because they can look at me and say, hey, this guy has gone to the other side of grief and has flourished. If I can help any one person in that regard, whether it's a client or whether it's an advisor, I'm really prepared to do so. 
So thank you for listening. I really appreciate that. And I'd also like to extend the courtesy. Feel free to send this podcast to any one of your friends and family. Thanks for joining and see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you are a client and are looking to work directly with me, Chris, and or my firm, head on over to Life After Grief FP. That is Life After Grief FP. The FP is for financial planning.com. If you are an advisor looking to emotionally and financially work with your client in grief, or if you are a client looking to get your advisor's head in the game, head on over to lifeaftergriefconsulting.com. That is lifeaftergriefconsulting.com. Any information referenced in this week's podcast will be located here in the podcast section. And as always, please feel free to share this week's podcast with any friend, family member, or colleague. Thanks for listening. See you next week on the next episode.